What's up, family? It's Auntie CJ here, back again with another podcast entry. So, I seen this story a few days ago. It is Tuesday. This happened on Saturday. Um, Regina King's son died by suicide. And when I first saw it, immediately, of course, I got triggered. And I'm like, oh, well, we got to talk about suicide, girl. We got to do it. We got to do it. And I was like, no. I mean, I've, I've said this story a lot of times. And, you know, I always talk about Mac Miller. And I think that um, he was the same age as Mac Miller when Mac Miller died. And I'm like... It's just crazy to me because they were 26 and I'm like, here I am about to turn 28 and I'm like, for me, life is just not getting like better quick enough for me to be like, you know, you know, like, okay, let's see what's next after this year. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, maybe they were onto something. I don't know. Because at the end of the day, like. My depression when it comes in waves and like when my life is not looking how I want it to or when I'm just like constantly going through these trials and tribulations, I'm just like, oh man, well, you know, they were 26. I mean, I made it to 27. I'm 27. I made it to, you know, God willing, 28. You know, you never know. But I'm just saying like... Sometimes, you know, you compare and contrast and you're like, you know, and me, I'm just like, I really can't like compare and contrast like their famous um, millionaire life to my regular life because at the end of the day, um, that's what I'm saying, like money... <laughs> will never be a factor in it. It won't matter when you're it you really have to take that away concerning life. I just feel like the world has like really programmed us to really value money over people and value, you know, pictures over the true experience. Like I kid you not I was watching this TikTok and it was during Christmas time and this lady had bought some shoes for her daughter. The girl couldn't even open up the damn box. She literally had to like record her unboxing her gift. And it was just so unbecoming to me because I'm just like, wow, like this is America, like, this is where we're at, like, we care so much about the reactions, and, like, the freaking receipts of, look, this is exactly how I reacted when it, like, it's so inorganic, it's so fake, and it's getting to be a lot, it's just overwhelming sometimes, because it's just, like, People don't care about authenticity anymore and about, you know, real joy and pain. It's like, y'all don't have to make everything look glamorous and great 
it's okay to be regular it's okay to be normal and it is okay to be private you do not have to share every intimate moment of your life because somebody else is out there watching it and being envious of it and being freaking depressed from it because they are experiencing life on that scale because of real life circumstances like everybody don't got it you know what's crazy is that I don't even think all the time it's money like like for me um it's community because I isolate and I feel sometimes ostracized is that the word I don't know but I feel like people don't want to be around me because of how I am and how I show up or whatever and then like for me when I get on it's like oh everybody has all of these close friends and family and I'm just sitting here and then that's when I go into my rant mode and I'm like yeah so I don't like none of my family and I'm good on all my friends like y'all can go, y'all can go ahead for real but it don't even be that it just be me making something up in my head because I witnessed some somebody else you know like having what I desire, what I wanted. And at the end of the day, you know, it's always going to be up to me to be a better friend and be a better family member. But that's neither here nor there. I was just giving you an example. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, um, I don't know if I really, um, oh no. Well, okay, I really, I mean, as far as Ian King, I I really don't have much to say about it, really, but um, it's unfortunate. For one, and this is just just how I'm coming for real, like, I did not know of his existence at all. Like, Regina King, I, I never knew she had a son. And I'm not saying, like... She was hiding him because clearly she wasn't. Like, they have clips of them being very, you know, close. She um, acknowledged him during one of her speeches and, you know. But all I'm seeing from my point of view literally is, like, you know, yeah, some people knew she had a son, but not everybody. And I feel like she probably, you know put more effort into her work versus like being a mother and I know for a fact that it's hard being a woman who likes to work when you're like supposed to naturally you know want to nurture and you know be a homemaker and such and usually when people only have one child, they really never want kids. That's just my opinion. I just feel like when people are one and done, it's like, well, you know, kids, you know, it's like, yeah, I will if I have to, but I really don't want to, you know, cause she was married at the time. He was a junior and, you know, and I'm just like putting myself in his shoes and I'm just like, you know. Yeah, you know, I got money. I'm successful. And because he was doing things, he was a DJ. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like, it's this freaking infinity space where it's like, 
it really doesn't matter for real because the results I want to see in my life, I can't attain them because you can't really control consumers and what's trending and what's popular. Like, um, I'm just telling it like it is. Like, he didn't have, like, the look. He wasn't blessed with appearances, really. He wasn't ugly, but, you know, it just is what it is. It's just certain things you, you just have to have to um be marketed to you know America because we have been brainwashed and programmed to identify and recognize what standards meet those requirements. So I I'm 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 it's just unfortunate really and, and that's the thing. It's like I just feel like none of this stuff should matter. It should not matter, you know how somebody looks, it really should be who this person is and how they make you feel. Because a lot of times, like, I listen to a lot of artists, a lot of people, like, I have no idea how they look. And then when I found out they look like that, I'd be like, oh, wow, I would have never guessed. But at the end of the day, like, I enjoy, you know, what they're doing. And I'm not, like, focused on how they look. But I understand, like, I don't know, people are just... um whatever that word is, just shallow and, um, (laughs) you just, just sheep, just followers of the world. Anyways, um, there's another story I was on Facebook and suicide is up and I'm not going to lie. I understand. Like I was saying on my last podcast, on my last podcast, and I'm like, you know, that girl was just explaining how she's just tired and I'm like yeah I can relate because it's it's, at the end of the day I'm just like man this is like the state of the world is just really weird right now and it's just like I just need a break from this it's just it's a lot it's a lot and like nothing really could be happening but it's just like the world is just really weird and it's just really not safe either way either way for so many reasons. So, anyways, um, there was a story. This girl, her name is Sanaya Dennis, and I don't have the whole article in front of me, but it's some of it. I'll just read this. Okay, it says my my daughter is a black honor roll student at the college and has no tendency of doing nothing. Her father. Her father said, we're all baffled as to what's going on. Kiora Dennis and I, sister, echoed their father's sentiments. Sanaya worked two jobs. She was a mechanical engineer major. She was very focused on her studies. She said she was a good friend, a good person. She has a good heart. Um... Now, apparently, this girl, they are speculating and alleging that she committed suicide because of reports of her male friend basically telling them that the conversation she last had with him, she was saying that she was over it or whatever. And she had just gotten to an argument with her boyfriend, and these are the stories that they're going off of because... 
after these conversations, her phone got disconnected. Um, so it says on social media, Sanaya supporters voice speculation around the suicide allegation based on other cases where black victims were accused of taking their own life or died during unexplainable circumstances. Others advocated for mental health awareness in black communities. It's not sitting well with me that they said Sanaya Dennis committed suicide. That's the same thing they said about the other black girl that was missing recently. And this is what I'm saying. Like, I was just talking to my sister friend or whatever. And I was just telling her, like, because she was basically asking me, like, why I don't have any joy in life. And I was telling her, like, girl, the world, (laughs) like the world. So I was telling her, like, I'm like, I was watching this YouTube video and they went to Nigeria and they got robbed and this and that. And. It's just a lot of human trafficking. It's just a lot of things that's going on. It's just like, you know, you could get robbed here. And and everything you say could happen here. And I'm like, uh, exactly. <laughs> but I feel safe in my house. Like, that's why I'm like, I'm just going to be in a house by myself. Because at this, at this point, literally, it's like, if you go around people, you can get sick. And then you could die. Like, it's literally that. Like, just being around people. You could get sick and then die, literally, like, for real. And people are, like, not taking it serious and, like, oh, yeah, well, that's rare. You really got to be, like, we don't know what our immune system is. And at this rate, at this point, you can't just go to the hospital just regularly, like, oh, yeah, can you check on this? Like, there are people in the hospital dying from this as we speak. And, like, it's more contagious at the hospital. So, it's like, do you really want to go to the hospital? And, like, they don't want to see you because it's not as serious. So, (laughs) that's just where I'm at with that. I'm like, my paranoia has really raised over these years. And although people are like, you know, oh, whatever, it's over. I'm still like, "Uh, I mean, who said it was over? Like, what indication did we get? That we found out. Like, I just don't understand. But anyway, I was just really taken aback. I really wasn't, I really was not going to talk about this suicide stuff. But once I seen there was like, if there needs to be, men, I mean, yeah, mental health awareness in the black community. I am so tired of seeing that I am so tired of people really just that's their go-to phrase that's their go-to button like bing everybody just hits this button anytime the pressure comes up they're like oh well you just need to go to therapy button you just need to talk to somebody button I'm here for you button if you need me call me button uh uh life won't always be this hard button uh like it's not original. It's not coming across authentic. Oh, and there's another thing I gotta read. Not bad. Before I go off on that, because I can talk about that until I am blue in the face, literally. But <laughs> it it came in three today for the suicide. Here we go. Alright, so this guy I've been following. 
go on Instagram. I don't know the purpose. I don't know if he's going through it. I'm just going to read what he posted. So, he's it's a post. It says, sometimes someone else's help is better than self-help. Could you please take a moment to reflect on the reason why this could be true for some people? The one who needs help is also trying to help itself. It needs the very thing it's trying to give to itself. Think about it. So, in the caption... It says, so like I said, I'm treating this depression like it's a spiritual experience. My inner demons have revealed that many people teach that there is only one person in this world that's going to get you out of this hole. And you look at them every time you look in the mirror or maybe you pray to it. But what's clear to me is that God could be other people. Imagine a whole village of people loving on you when you feel like you can't love on yourself. Depression isn't a positive thing designed to teach you something, but that doesn't mean I can't interpret it that way, right? It's a royal pain in the butt. So in a way, it's not depression itself that has taught me, but learning how to live with its influence. One of the bi- one of my biggest lessons has been that I'm not alone. There are other people out there who care enough to reach out and lend you a hand. It's very hard to do sometimes, but you can see the silver lining to every gray cloud. That's how I survive. There's always a smidgen of good that puts life a bit brighter. See it in situations and people and places, and I laugh at times. Oh yeah, also, you can learn to be there to listen to others at any time. Depression makes makes me open my arms and be more compassionate. Everyone has their struggles and I enjoy accepting that core similarity we all share. I thought that was relevant and necessary to hear because it just really sums up like everything. Like for everything that I just said because at the end of the day um it's like at the core of our beings we're all that we're all beings. And so it doesn't matter if your mother is Regina King and she's this world famous actress and y'all have money and you had influence and you had resources and your life look like this and it doesn't negate or take away from a person like Sanaya, so from a person like me, from a person like you, like we're all having this human experience and trying to navigate it the best way in the world makes it hard when we're all forced to compete against each other and our ego is so inflated and we mistreat people. I mean, I'm telling you, people with money are nasty, are nasty. I just seen this clip uh, Jocelyn Hernandez. I don't even know what the show is. I don't even want to look it up. I don't care. But it's a line of women, a line of beautiful black women, I believe. I don't know. They might have been mixed, but whatever. It was a, a, a enough of black women so I, that I could say a line of black women. And she went down. She's like, 
you don't try me, 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 because if any of y'all try me, I I will whoop y'all. But, and I'm just like, this is very classless. I just feel like European women, they don't, I mean, I just feel like every time black people get a chance to like, be connected with something is always to our detriment. It's always this. Well, Jocelyn is really not black for real, but you know, I'm just saying. Like, it's just money. That's that's what I was saying. It wasn't a race thing. It was about money. Money makes people evil and ugly. Okay, money does change people for the worst sometimes. Like people don't even. They don't know how to treat people anymore because they think they're objects because they think there's a, 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 yeah, an object that can be paid for and like control because you feel like, oh, well, I'm paying you this. And you have to do whatever, any ridiculous thing. You have to take everything that I say to you, like, because of this money. And it's like, and that's why I'm just. That's why way back when I had made it a rule in my life that money will not rule me. And that's just what it is. So, like my integrity to my core and to my being, I don't, I'm good. I'm good. And it's it's crazy because like, just battling with depression or just like going through life and really like trying, man, trying. Cause a lot of people are really just like adding pressure to me to, you know, be stable and make money and like figure out things. And I'm just like, if only if if only it was that simple. And like there are times when I just think of these things like, you know, I'm like, damn, like. I could have been Regina King's son, like, you know, and then it's it's just like, for me, it's, it makes my dark hole deeper because it makes my life's understanding and the meaning and purpose of it all to be very shallow and to be like, you know, like, at the end of the day, it's like, it don't really matter who you are, what you have, like, there's just these voids that are going to be never you can never feel them and I'm just like every day I'm just like so I'm just not gonna be happy ever and I'm not gonna find any joy in the things that other people find joy in and I'm never gonna like trust people or be relaxed and feel content with I'm doing good because I always feel like I'm doing bad and it's like I'm not gonna be able to reach my goal or expectations because my goal expectations don't want me or I'm not qualified for it or whatever it's basically okay it's literally I don't want to use Mac Miller for (laughs) for the example but it's kind of like that it's kind of like literally loving someone and y'all go through something or whatever and it doesn't work out. But you don't have any desire, literally, to be involved with anybody else. And people be like, oh, well, you know, if this one didn't work out, you know, try somebody else. And it's like, 
I mean, I get what you're saying, start over, but when your heart is truly invested in somebody or when, you know, you have broken through some type of veil in in your life specifically with this person, I don't know, it just creates a bond or attachment or something. And it's unexplainable, like the way you feel for this person. You really, no matter how hard you try, you can't get this person out of your system. And... You know, you could be with somebody else, but it's like an empty shell of that person. Because the whole time you're like thinking of the true person you want to be with. And it's self-sabotaging and self-inflicting when you're like trying to force yourself to do something. And it's just basically hard to deal with these feelings and emotions and just like the scenarios that are played out in your mind whether they're real or true and sometimes you know with the drugs and alcohol you don't know what's real or true it you are literally driving yourself crazy trying to numb yourself trying to not feel that you can't feel anymore or you feel everything and it's like it's too much that's exhausting that's why people are tired because of all the things that are going on in their head it's not that they're doing something that's making them tired. They're not tired from working out. They're not tired from working. They're not tired from living everyday life. They're tired from fighting all of these demons, all of these things in their mind that they have no control over that, you know, you can get prescribed medication and all you end up doing is getting prescribed some medication, addicted to medication. And the medication, yeah, it may work and like, for a minute but I feel like after a while after you really be taking stuff just like with drugs you get immune to it that's why you need to to, to take more to do more to experience you know that first feeling you got when you first started which is why you know some people accidentally overdose because it's like damn you know I was trying not to feel so much and how you don't feel at all and it, that was never the goal I mean for some people it is some people it's like I'm I'm this is too much. It's too much. And so I would never judge nobody for ending their own life. If it was too much, it was too much. It was too much. Okay? I'm not advocating for it. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, I feel like people always say in suicide awareness, but we're really not a world addressing the true problem. And the true problem is this this world is not set up for people to live a healthy long living life especially right now during this pandemic it's really like survival of the fittest and you you have to be strong in order to survive um it just is what it is and it's sad and unfortunate that you know a lot of these cases are in the black community but at the end of the day that's what i want to say about this whole suicide awareness crap i'm just like for as long as I can remember, I've been dealing with anxiety, depression, mental health, whatever. I'll, I'll just say mental health as a blanket because who knows what's really wrong with me, okay? Only God knows. However, uh, it is not in my reach. I can't afford it. Can't afford it. And the last time that... It's, it's literally... I'm traumatized from the last experience that I had trying to get a therapist... I was in Ohio and my mom and her boyfriend highly, highly suggested and highly pressured me to go see a therapist. What do I do? I'm following under them. I'm doing as I'm told. 
I go. So I end up seeing a therapist. They're like, yeah, it don't matter if you don't have no money. They're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. Immediately before, you know, I could talk to anybody, it was, oh, let's cover our, our base work, our groundwork. What's your name, date, where's your address, who do you live with, how much money's in the household, where's your insurance, all of this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good. And they're like, no, 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 no. Come talk to the therapist. I'm like, look, y'all, I, I really don't have the money. I'm really upset at this point. And I'm literally cussing the lady. I'm like, this don't even make no sense because y'all worried about this. And for what? For what? Because I'm just saying, I could sit here and say up until I'm blue in the face. Oh, I don't want to live here. I want to end my life. And they can sit here and be like, oh, but we care. We care about you. Don't say that. Don't say that. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I need money. And these services that I need require money. And y'all not helping me for free. So, y'all, and it literally set me back. Because they sent me a bill for $400. And I'm like, wow, isn't this helpful? Because I'm already having money problems. You think I can afford, why would y'all, and I just felt like I was forced, and I felt like I had no voice in it, no backbone, no feet to stand on, and I'm just like, never again, never again will I listen to somebody who's telling me, oh yeah, they're going to figure it out, they, they don't, you don't have to have insurance, you don't have to do this, and I'm just like, do y'all are y'all gonna pay the money like and I'm still messed up I'm still messed up and that even like further pushing me back down and I'm just like you know what I'm just not gonna talk about it anymore and I have to help myself I have to I can't depend on anybody helping me and at the end of the day my main goal is to just make enough money so that I can support myself to live. And, like, that's my only reason to live is to work and pay bills. I have no goals in life because I feel like I can't reach them because I'm always going to have to work and not be paid enough because I'm not smart enough. To do the things that I actually want to do. And basically, the type of learner that I am, like, school, college, trade schools, is just not beneficial to me. Because that's not how I learn. I'm not a good test taker. I cannot remember this stupid stuff. But if I was taught hands-on, I could get it. But that's not how the world works. You don't get on the job training unless it's it's unless it's like a, a physical job. They don't train you on a job to be a receptionist. To just have you, you know, you have to already know. You have to already have experience. You know, they don't train you like none of these things. And I feel like maybe I could have grabbed some of these skills when I was in uh, elementary, high school, whatever. But... I just wasn't afforded that luxury growing up. So I've just been set back from birth. And I'm just 
going through life and going through the world and I appear to be so normal and content and it's like I'm really struggling every day to like survive and people come to me you know look at me like the strong one and come to me for advice and like I have so much compassion for for life and for other people's life because of what I experienced on my own. And I know that there are a lot of people like me who pretend to be okay. So that questions on the rise. So it really to main, maintain mental, mental stability. Because I am a firm believer that it is in your head. And it starts with your head. And you have to change your thoughts. In order to change your life, you have to change your thoughts. You cannot dwell on everything is bad and everything's going to be bad. And you can't really have all of these external expectations to receive validation because life is just more important. And at the end of the day, you really need to make what you believe and how you feel of yourself more valuable than what you get out of other people accepting you. Because that's just my whole reasoning for mind your business I'm like at the end of the day all you gotta do is worry about you okay life is not it's not a fairy tale it's not a movie everybody's life is different everybody has different struggles but just know that we all have to go through something we all have to go through it so we can get through it so we can go to the other side of our best life you really can't appreciate the rainbows without the rain I mean you really can't appreciate the good without the bad. That's just how they set it up. The creator, God, source, divine, spirit, whatever you want to say. That's how it's set up. And it's all temporary anyways. You're going to die anyways. <laughs> I always say this, but I'm just like, at the end of the day, I understand. Either way, I understand. And... I just pray for God's grace over everybody, really. Because I'm just like, I sincerely feel. Because the guy's um, Instagram post that I just read, he's a suicide survivor. (laughs) And I just thought that was crazy. Like, I don't know if I would have been strong enough to, like, you know, voice that and put that out there. But he did. And, like, he's basically, like, this mental health advocate. And he's... Basically, it's something similar to me, like using his platform to like truly bring awareness to how serious and how just fake everybody else surrounds like really supporting mental health. Because a lot of people, like I said, can just push the button and the right thing will pop up. But not too many people are actually willing to go in depth. And to really reveal, like, how this affects everybody and how, like, you know, people who don't fit the status quo and the stigma of what depression looks like. Like, everybody can go through this. And it's just, it's sad and unfortunate. Like, a whole human race could, like, suffer and go through the same things. And, like, (sighs) therapy is so expensive it's so out of reach 
and it's so out of reach for, for poor communities. It's ridiculous. And like the whole process, and they're always booked up. And that's been my whole problem, like, really committing to the appointment. I always get anxiety around it because I always feel like every time the appointment gets closer or near, I just want to cancel. And or, like, for real, every job that I've been working, you know, say I start, because I'm not working. But I'm telling you, like, the last job I had, it was literally Monday through Saturday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. When am I supposed to schedule? When am I supposed to schedule my therapy appointment? Oh, just take a day off. Okay. So yeah, you you think that they give me one free day every month because why? Because they believe in that. Because they don't. That's that's counted against me and 10 days, 10 points out, I'm out the door. So again, remind me when do I have time? To go to work to make sure that I can have a roof over my head. And then I also have time to book a therapy session on Sunday because they're open on Sunday. And then, like, live a little, hang out, have drinks, have fun, play some video games, play games. When do you think I have time for this? Like, when am I, like, mentally capable? Because at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. I am extremely tired from work. It took so much out of me because I literally had to be my work personality at work for 12 hours. And, like, I barely ate. You know, we got a lunch break of 30 minutes and some random 15-minute breaks. In between, I'm, like, snacking on sugar, caffeine, smoking, nicotine. Like, my health is declining as as we speak every day at work and every time I'm at work. And then I'm supposed to come home and, like, work out, meditate, cook, clean, watch on TV. Like, when do I have time to do all of this stuff? Oh, well, you're not, you don't have to get that much sleep, you know. Sleep is overrated, you know. It just is what it is. You just have to do all of these things and then, like, get four hours of sleep. Well, I'm I'm pretty angry, as I naturally would be, being sleep-deprived. <laughs> so now I'm angry and I have an attitude every day I go to work. And every day I go to work, I have an attitude. And these reactions and responses and, like, everything that correlates with with from how I begin and my foundation affects me because everything is the cause and effect. Everything is what I put in, it's what I get out. So I'm just like, when do I have the time to cultivate and just really take advantage of mental health awareness? And so at, at my last job, they were like telling me to call the EAP, which is like the service for businesses have. And, and I was just like... Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm expressing this stuff and I'm telling this stuff to my union steward who's not helping me. And I'm still feeling the same way. And it's like, y'all basically telling me to bend over and to really just accept this mistreatment and behavior because at the end of the day, it was coming from management. And really, it's nothing y'all could do. And y'all telling me it's in my job description to just do whatever I'm told. 
And again, following from my roots and how I was raised, I'm trying to people please and I'm trying to reach the external validation that I need to feel successful and valuable, that I'm a good, hard worker, because at the end of the day, that's what matters. And so a lot of us strive to put and fill in the mode of she was a good person. She was a hard worker. She had two jobs. Why does she have to have two jobs being a mechanical engineer? And just reading her backstory, I'm just like, she was tired, tired of trying to reach the freaking goals and bubbles that the world and society and her family was pressuring her to meet. And at the end of the day, having relationship issues, trying to juggle that because we're not showed how to properly handle people. We don't know how to properly handle ourselves, yet alone manage somebody else's mental health and their childhood trauma. And at the end of the day, we're just having sex, trying to think that we're just acting and doing things. And we don't even know what we're doing. We don't know if we're doing We are definitely doing it wrong because nobody showed us a proper way how to do and how to handle life and ourselves. Because at the end of the day, you got to know that everything you're going through is temporary. You just got to get through this and, again, get over there. And it just really boils down to, is it worth it? And do you want it? How bad do you want it? And really, it just boils down to how big is your support system? You need a support system. We need people to stop worrying about themselves in the sense of well-being, Okay. <laughs> When I say mind your business, I mean, focus on yourself and help yourself again before you do other people. However, when I say we need to mind other people's business, I mean, just care, love and show up kindly and support people. That's what I mean. I mean, just wellness outreach when I say that, like, you know, you need to stop attacking people and bullying people and harming people. That's when that's what I'm saying. Um it's just I just get so sad and upset just like thinking about like life ahead of me for like my nieces and nephews cuz I'm like and and that's just really like my reasoning and purpose for like sharing all of this stuff and like attempting to be strong enough to withstand this life because I'm like there has to be people like me who refuse to give up refuse like no matter how hard it gets because people a lot of people talk to me and they're like I don't understand how how you're so patient I don't understand and I'm like I'm sure you don't understand a a lot of things about me because of how I understand the world and how I understand that just because something bad happened doesn't mean that your life is over. Just because you experienced something like terrible, it doesn't mean that you won't have good days. Because I have good days and I have bad days. But every day is a day of privilege to be alive. And it's a day closer to your death. <laughs> so I'm not worried. I'm just experiencing life. And I'm not hard on myself. And I'm not hard on other people. And I understand that anything and there are a lot of things that can make people tired you just never know so it is what it is and why would I give somebody else a hard time because I don't know what they're going through I don't know what they're dealing with and what they're experiencing 
I'm trying to get out of my own way. I'm trying to get me together. So I know that you can appear to be okay. You can appear to be normal. And you can really be drowning in your own despair. I understand that. So I just don't have time to further put somebody else down and further drown somebody who could already be drowning. It's just not a cup of tea. It's not worth it. Because life is happening to everyone and it's all on how you react to it so love yourself love others let go and let god have a good day and a better tomorrow impress yourself not yesterday not today but right now make it happen mind your business peace